Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome back to another episode of Podstalgic, and I am Peter. I'm Mariano. And this is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies, uh, new and old. Yeah, gosh, I almost forgot the, the opening here. Um, yeah, I was like, come on, Peter, I know you could do it. I, I like, well, I mean, what was the last episode we put out? Uh, uh, Exorcist, right? <laughs> like back in November, Exorcist. early November. Yeah, so it's a little over three months since we've done done an episode here. But uh, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. And we're in the old movies still, right? Now it gets considered old. That makes me old because this movie came out when I was a teenager. So there you go. This so movie that's... that we're doing today, Wayne's World, 1992, man. So uh, Valentine's Day, 92. Thirty years ago, um, so a couple. Let's take a look back around that time when this movie came out. Uh, we got the number one song at the time of this movie's release. "I'm Too Sexy" by Right Said Fred. Ah, I remember it well. <laughs> I mean, how can you not? I, I I feel it still plays. Like you still hear this sometimes. I feel there's a trap song on the radio right now where some of the lyrics is "I'm too sexy." Um. All right. Uh, By the way, I I, I kind of gloss over you asking. I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Peter? Like <laughs> I'm doing I just wanted right. to like let's just get into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How old yeah, yeah. I feel because of this movie. Well, you know, just um, raising the three kids. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't have any new additions to the family. You know, if anyone was wondering, that's been listening to us for some time. But um, yeah, Penny just no, turned. What do you want, people? You want more? You want more? <laughs> right. Peter alone. No, no, it'd be funny. Like every time, the kids. every time we do a new episode, Peter's got a new baby. Um, I know. <laughs> no, yeah, Penny's three now. Jackson is almost a, uh, a year and a half. So, okay. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you and I saw ones? how well he follows directions, by the way. I saw a video today. Yeah, that's right. He climbs up the stairs. To you very closely, yeah. Yeah, very intently. You know, I, I said, don't do it. And he keeps going all the way up. So, <laughs> you know, I knew what I was doing. But, uh, yeah, that, that boy is super active. Um, chill and active, which is uh, very interesting. But uh, some of the other movies that came out around this time, because we, you know, it may be a while since uh, until we put out another episode, I feel. Um, we got uh, Medicine Man came out the the week before this movie's release. Does Sean that sound Connery, familiar? Right? Yep, Sean Connery, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after this, uh, Wayne's World comes out. We got Stop Where Mama Shoot. Um, Radio Flyer, I thought was older, but okay, that that came out as well. Yeah, yep. I thought it was like an eighties movie though, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man comes out uh, later on in February <laughs> of that year as well. So, huh. Um, just looking ahead, just just for ninety two at least, at least for ninety two, it doesn't look like anything in the near future for us. So we got okay, we got a few of the other years to to look into. But also, you know, since There's we're still, all, uh, go ahead before you go on, Peter. Like, yes, you're right. Ninety two may not have movies for us, but there's still a chance for the Forbidden Dance. That's I'm oh yeah, out there. Just, we still need that because we we have a guest already that uh, uh, maybe not volunteered herself, but I was like, hey, we, we got a guest now. <laughs> So we still got to do the Forbidden Dance um, at, at some point, Blind Fury. So, you know, I mean, we don't necessarily always stick to anniversaries, but, um, you know, whenever something comes up. So fu- funny enough, when Wayne's World came up, 
and just a little bit of things that I was looking around the the time of the movie's release and maybe things that um, is referenced in the movie. It kind of made me think about uh, those episodes we did at Music of My Brain, which I will eventually put on this feed and we're going to continue it because we, we talked about finishing off the 90s. Uh, but for those that are um, uh, not familiar with what we were doing over there, Mariano and I were going through the 90s. Uh, each episode was focusing on a year starting with 1990. And we talked about the top 10 songs um, of that year per Billboard, uh, talked about uh, some music news from from those respective years. And then we get we got into um, kind of our top five gems. Uh, um, what else did we call it? It was uh, like sleeper cuts. They were like yeah. deep cuts. Yeah. And, and I you was know, trying to figure out. Like, <laughs> well, some of those weren't quite deep cuts, especially for me, who was really young at the time. But <laughs> I, I remember you, I, I did a deep cut. You're like, that's Janet Jackson. That ain't no deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I know, but, you know. You know. To be fair, like, you know, you, you had all the deepest of cuts, I, I think, leading up to that one particular song. You know, like, yeah. every one I had, you're like, that's not a deep cut. That was a big song. I'm like, oh, okay, well, but I didn't know. But so I hope you guys, uh, you know, check those out when we originally, uh, or when we put them up. Um, and as we leave, as, as I put those up, um, that's going to, kind of apply pressure on us to get like the following years out too. Mm-hmm. So, but we had a lot of fun doing those. Like I went back and listened to them. I laughed my ass off because I think we're just that funny. So there fun. we go. Those are fun. Uh, Wayne's yeah, World. Into music, you know what I mean? You and I, we can always get into music, just even always. if it's kind of different genres or whatever. And in the age, obviously the age difference. So, you know, you always right. question yourself. You're like, why, why was young Peter listening to this? <laughs> Where, what was going on? He's right. You know, yeah, so that's that's always comes up anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know that that um, I always kind of liked that uh, hearing your stories, what you were doing versus what I was doing, uh, but just our taste in music too. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's very different. So you know, a few similarities. I, I think we can agree we both like freestyle music, but maybe that's yeah. it. <laughs> I think that's cool though, you know, because then it is two whole different perspectives, and it's interesting to like hear something that you know, like. I'm like, I don't know if I can get Peter on to some stuff, but I got you to a couple at least. There was a few. One for sure. Like, yeah, there, there was, was a few. few. Like, um, okay. I'm forgetting the title, but there's one that uh, you introduced me to that you and your sister were big fans of. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Saint Etienne. That was, a, yes. that was a cool song. Yeah. you know, yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, cool. I'm glad Peter liked it. Me, I just, I just remember my sister and I really like digging that song when it came out. Like, so yeah that so cool, it, that's a cool catchy it, tune too man it, it was and um what i really liked was and i kept on saying it on each episode it's like yeah you know some of these songs may may not have um you know may, maybe i didn't really quite pick up on in, any of them at first uh when you introduced me to those songs but like in the editing process you know they become like an earworm when i'm playing them over and over editing it down and stuff like that so yeah, look, um, look out for those coming in the very near future because, th- I mean, they, they've already been out just on a different podcast and feed. So it's a matter of just getting it over here. Um, and, and we have 1990 through 93 recorded, right? No. That sounds right. Yeah. Just the four That's episodes. Right. Maybe, maybe go into 94. I can't remember. I guess we didn't do 94. Maybe we did do 94. Which, yeah. Which, on, on a side note, real quick, I was watching Euphoria. This, I've been watching it this season. And on okay. one of the episodes... Uh, the main character Rue, like the back in the car, and they're playing "Hit 'Em Up," and it just reminded me, <laughs> yeah. me you talking about Tupac like yeah. three or four different times for different formats, right? The the show, oh, yeah. the movie, yeah, yeah. and then we had like music. In oh, general. you're right. 
And I was like, and then I, and she was rapping to to hit him up, and I was like, damn, that's a that's a jam, you know what I mean? But it is but a then, jam, you know, too. That's I don't know. It's just it just reminded me of you talking about about pop well, too. On top of that. For for those Pac fans, yeah, you and I we covered Unsolved, the investigations of the uh, Tupac and Biggie murders. It was it was a uh, dramatized show on USA, right? It was on USA, I believe. And the, you can find that at uh, TV Eight My Brain. I also interviewed, I'm oh gosh, I'm forgetting his name now, but Greg's uh, Greg, he, he was the investigator on the said case. You know, so we yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah, not being able to actually close it because everybody was like dead. <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah. And they had an idea. This, the, the, I guess the, the thing is like they knew they had a really good idea right. of who it was, but people right. were dead. So you can't prosecute really anybody. A dead person. Prosecute a dead person, I guess. Exactly. Uh, and then that that inspired us to do top 10 Biggie songs and then top 10 Pac songs. And then you're right. We also did um, All Eyes on Me on Podstalgic uh, when that came out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Plenty of things to go back to. If you're just fun. Yeah, well, we like Pac-Man. We on the West Coast, you know. So okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, so she was yeah. just hitting, hearing, hit him up. I'm like, okay, now I gotta hear it. You know, so right. I, you know, I put my headphones on to hear it, and I was like, man, he that song still that goes, one. man. That song still goes. It Absolutely, does. it does. Um, all right, so Wayne's World, in 1992. Do you have a history with this movie? So I do remember, like going to movies, watching it, whatever, being kind of excited about it because of the skit and, you know, and it became, you know, it was a huge, it was a phenomenon, you know, it was like a big deal. Uh, anyway, but watching it now, um, I'm not sure. It, I mean, it's dated. <laughs> it's obviously Very dated. dated. I mean, um, you got so many, um, as, as Saturday Night Live skits are in comedy, you know, there's a lot of pop culture references to that mm-hmm. time. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, you have definitely like the, one of the gags is, you know, we don't advertise by advertising. You know what I mean? Like that was one of the skits. And I remember that being funny when I first saw it, you know, when he's doing the whole, like, we never sell out, you know, I was eating Pizza Hut and eating Doritos, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then the whole, like the little yellow different, you know, on the, on the, uh, the migraine uh, medicine. Oh that yeah. Was yeah. Like a whole, that was right. a whole commercial, you know, like <laughs> campaign that so they used that. That was, you know, it was pretty, that was pretty funny. It uh, was, it was, yeah. So there's certain things that gave me a chuckle because I'm like, okay, this is like definitely dated, you know what I mean? But at the time, like, wait, I know why that would be funny. Um, Grey Poupon, yeah, I mean. Yeah, exactly. When's the last time you saw a Grey Poupon commercial? <laughs> they had to get a guy in a Rolls Royce sitting in the back getting driven around for them to be to, to do that. Do that, to do that, yeah. Do that gag, right, yeah. Right. So, um, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I remember. But uh, how about you? What, do you, what is your, like, history with this film? Yeah, I, I didn't see it in the theater. I, I feel like I probably didn't watch it until 93 the following year, because um, for many that remember um, McDonald's, they did like a, a promotional thing where they had VHS for sale for like five bucks. And um, Wayne's World was one of them. And the other one was Adam's Family. At least mm. those were the two that we purchased. And I've shared that story before, uh, like on the original remake, when we did Adam's Family, uh, I, I brought that story up. But yeah, it was a promotional thing that came out the following year. So um, I was 10 then, my brother was six. And this is, you know, this is that cliche. My brother and I, we wore this tape out because we just thought it was so damn funny and, right. and yeah. so quotable. And we were so young and some of these jokes just were funny to us. You know, when a, when a, um, 
uh, what is it when monkeys fly out of my butt or yeah right again, yeah. you know you know yeah. just things like that we're like what what like well, that's silly <laughs> and so we would just rewind it or when Stacy runs into the car we just rewound that because it's so funny because <laughs> you know? it comes so, out of nowhere <laughs> it, it really does you know so there was a lot of funny things for us and so we would rewind it and we would um I my brother always loved the line oh it fell on my keys or I think it fell on my keys right and it's just I, laying there <laughs> yeah. It, so my brother would always quote that, but I just yeah. found like the physical comedy funny. Like right, I, I didn't, yeah. you know, particularly think that line was funny, but um, yeah. So this one was definitely on rotation for us um, back then. And it's for, for whatever reason, um, I never revisited too much like in my teens. And I know we did own Wayne's World 2. And I actually wanted to watch Wayne's World 2 at some point, like after rewatching the first one, just because mm-hmm. I don't remember part two very much. I just remember Christopher Walken is in it. The um, only thing I remember from Wayne's World 2 is they did a whole like uh, Wayne stock. Yeah. No, besides I, I remember that, oh, but like, I do remember like the, the naked Indian that, that walked around everywhere. They they did a whole like village people thing. Okay, I remember that. I yeah, remember yeah. that part. That's the one thing that kind of stands out. Somebody was up on the telephone pole, might have been exactly. wangling. Yeah, yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It is what it is. But, uh, you know, like Mike Myers is um, obviously um, uh, a music fan, you know, like in the uh, our episode of Music in My Brain, probably 1992, you know, we talked about um, Bohemian Rhapsody making a resurgence, not only them, but Queen as well. And, right. uh, and, and here we are, you know, this is the, the, um, movie that introduced a lot of people, including myself, to Bohemian Rhapsody. And right. I, I feel like this is one of those movies that um, I also recorded, if not the entire movie, a lot of the scenes, at least on video or um, uh, on cassette, on, uh, you know, on cassette. And I would play, I don't know, like while I'm sleeping or whenever I would listen mm-hmm. to it, because I, there, there were some beats where I just kind of remembered almost everything um, as it played out. Uh, including the Bohemian Rhapsody song. And even, uh, or as a kid, I thought it was like at least two different songs that was playing, but it was, right. <laughs> it's the yeah, same right. song. The, the the same song. Yeah. 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 Cause uh, the, the part where it goes, nothing really matters, you know, cause yeah, like yeah. it, it just yeah. sounds like a completely different song, but it's the same song. Yeah. And apparently according to IMDB, Dana Carvey didn't even learn the words prior to filming that. So like when Garth was mouthing the words, he actually didn't know the words and was displeased that they ended up using that take anyway. It was like, dude, you didn't, you didn't learn the lyrics. What, what are you going to do? Yeah, right. Um, and on that note, it, it, apparently Mike Myers was very difficult to work with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in an interview about nine years ago, uh, he kind of mentions like all I remembered was finished filming and my dad was very ill, you know? Oh, okay. So, but you, you know, like I know he wrote, the movie with a couple of um, this, this other couple, the, the Turners, I believe it was, I, I don't have the information in front of me, but it's just like, I, I mean, I guess he just kind of showed up with like some sort of like, well, this is my thing. Like I created these characters. I, I don't know. Like, right. why, yeah. why are you being difficult to work with, dude? Right. I know. It's like, a, especially being the first like film, you yeah. know, going into a film situation. Um, apparently he had originally created the character of, um, of, of Wayne Campbell and he was going to be like a solo kind of guy. Uh, and then when he ended up having Dana Carvey casted as Garth, he, he told Dana that like, basically Garth is a guy who just worships Wayne and, and that's, that's your thing. But I'm just right. like, after watching it, rewatching it, I was like, man, I don't know, man, I could have used a lot more Garth. 
Yeah. I liked uh, third act Garth the best, <laughs> uh, you know, where he like knows things and like he's running shit, you know, right. like the part where they run into Russell and he, uh, he like takes apart the, the, the flashlights. Like, oh, he's one of us now. Like, yeah. I, I love all that stuff. Um, but I don't know. There, there were some things that I didn't like this, this go around. Um, I'm, I don't know if I ever really liked the, the casting of Tia Carrera as Cassandra. Like, mm-hmm. I think she did the best she could with what she got. I don't right. think it's like a particularly well-written role, but oh, um, the, she, the was, cam- she was just there to like be pretty, you know, like it wasn't any substance to her character. And, you know, then it was, it was kind of creepy because then um, uh, the character by um, the main uh, Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What, I can't remember the character's name, but Rob Lowe's character, you know, it's just cre- creepy in general, yeah. right? Yeah. And and it just, I don't know, it kind of, to me anyway, especially now we're talking about 30 years later, you know, sensibilities or whatever. It's like, it seemed kind of gross that he was like doing this whole thing to try to like sleaze his way onto this woman, right? And again, the, 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 the things that were to me interesting is, you know, they did have the joke of like, oh, well, Wayne's learning, you know, Mandarin, right? But okay, Cantonese. Cantonese, sorry, Cantonese, and and Rob Lowry knew whatever. But when right. she, when they're having that conversation, he and Tia Carrera's character, they're like, you know, and he's he's talking about the ex, you know, being a you know hose beast or whatever. He's like, yeah, I get that, but you know, there's no there's no reason to like categorize, you know, put people in cat, you know, category. Which they categorize people or like put them in a box or just uh-huh. you know you know label them. It's no there's no point in labeling people or whatever. So that was kind of interesting. I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that was part of the conversation. I just remember that being like the gag, right? Uh, but other than that, there wasn't much going on. And I, I guess you're right. You're saying the chemistry wise, there wasn't really much chemistry there either. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I felt she they... wasn't giving good lines. You know, there wasn't right. really much. You know, she was just there. You know, and I totally get her. Um, you know, her her plot. You know, uh, there's you know Benjamin is is um, he's thinking about himself, right? So he's trying to sign what's currently hot or whatever. And in that area, uh, Wayne's world seems to be it. I, I could have used, I felt, I felt that Wayne and Garth should have gave more of a shit uh, of their own show, you know, <laughs> because later on when they filmed that first episode and it's all like um, commercial now or whatever, you yeah, know, I, right, I, right, right. I didn't buy it. I was just like, I don't know, dude, like, you know, and, and, and I love that, you know, he walks out on Garth and then they have their little spat all of that makes sense, but I feel like that could have been explored a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel they're like, well, you know, people are familiar with our skit on SNL. We'll take it from there. Right. I, you know, I feel that maybe people that didn't grow up on, I don't know how long Wayne's world was on SNL before they made the movie, but um, I couldn't use something more than just that one initial episode that we saw them do. Right. Or I don't know how many episodes they actually did before they uh, filmed like the, the big studio one, but um, I, I liked all that stuff more, you know, just the, I think the they whole thing too. They showed the first one with the, the, with the, the blow cut. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Actually. That yeah. Blow cut. Oh, it, and, it uh, sure does suck. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then when they were showing a different one, I think before they did the whole studio one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see you. It, it might've been just, um, Maybe did Benjamin show up or something at their place? I, I yeah, when, as they were filming, so another one yeah. he showed up. That's when he showed up after they were filming. So it was probably like, by the way, I just, I just, I just watched it today and 
I can't remember anybody's <laughs> name. So there you go. I don't oh, know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's fine. Um, yeah, because like for a while, I'll, uh, like halfway through the movie, I was like, did we need Cassandra? And you no, know, maybe we didn't. And, and maybe we could have just focused more on uh, Wayne and Garth because when they are together, I do like that more. Like at the Alice Cooper stuff. I love yeah. that. That's probably that still one of my stuff. favorite things. Yeah. Um, I remember writing down the lyrics to that song. That was the first time I had heard. So I would play it, yeah. pause, write down, rewind, play. That's funny. So I, I learned the lyrics to that. Um, I'm trying to think what are, were some of the other things. I, I didn't really care for Rob Lowe in this movie. I thought I thought his character was was weak. Um, and I, I guess this was a, uh, not too long after his uh, sex tape scandal as well. And so he was trying to. Oh, you remember that? I, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it was. He was like a sixteen-year-old or something. It was like really bad. Like, yeah. Um, and he, but you know what? There you go. Even back then, nobody got canceled, right? Because uh, he's, he's still doing shit now. Was he on Parks and Rec or something? Like, on a what? Wasn't he on Parks and Rec or one of those? Yeah, he was on that. He's been on stuff lately too. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that he was pretty trans. Not transparent is not the right word, but it was basically flimsy character, right? So you know, wooden. I don't know. Yeah, it was just. I, and it just showed, like, for instance, I know that they were supposed to be, I don't know if they were supposed to be like 19, 20 year old, whatever, Wayne and Garth, somewhere in that. They're, they're supposed to be in their late, late teens because he still lives yeah. with his parents, which so, we never right. see. That whole, that whole business, right? And that, you know, on the show, the same thing. Um, but still, you're not that stupid, right? Where this guy, like, it's obviously a slime bucket coming and doing all, you know, all this stuff. So I don't know. It just seemed, uh, it could have been played better. You know, you could get somebody that could do a little better as far as like portraying like a sleaze ball. Maybe that's why they got Christopher Walken in, in part two. I don't know. But I mean, you, you mentioned Wayne kind of being dumb. Garth picks mm-hmm. up on it immediately. Like when he's yeah, at, right. at the, uh, signing the, uh, the contracts and stuff like that. Wayne, you know, Garth goes underneath the table to talk to us. You know? <laughs> to talk to us. Yeah. Garth, do better. Like, you, like you get it. Like, why aren't you talking to Wayne about this? Wayne's like, mm, I yes, know. I like this, and I like this. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like I, I think it's fine. But um, I guess, kind of like, uh, I, I don't think it holds up. Oh no, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I told you this dated, and I, I yeah. was kind of maybe really nice about it because I was like, here's a funny thing. I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I can go just all in, <laughs> like. Be, you know like what i feel is not good about this film or i could just be like yeah you know it is a definitely a moment in time you know it's like a time capsule boom this thing happened right. it was big all that i enjoyed it back then and now obviously when i see it i'm like oh, it definitely is and so to me it's like dated seem to be like the most like like the easiest way i can go telling you how i feel about yeah it, you know what I mean? Without, no no but, you're right i i, I was definitely some things that i'm like Ugh. and then but there's some funny you know there's a few things that and i didn't just laugh out loud necessarily give me chuckle here and there I still remember that scene where they were sitting on the car, you know, when the plane flies over. And before that, Garth was like, hey, you ever be, be attracted to Bugs Bunny when he's dressed like a girl bunny? And he's like, nope. Oh, he's like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> that's whole, still that, great. That's yeah. still pretty funny. You know I mean? That's one of my favorite lines from the, from the movie, actually. So, again, IMDb said that that reaction by Wayne was actually a reaction to another joke that was cut and the um, the reaction to the Bugs Bunny joke was more forced, and so they edited it to make it look like you know it was it was uh, you know a funnier joke than right. the Mike Myers had had reacted to. Oh, okay. 
So, um, yeah, and and I, there was another tidbit I read that Mike Myers went out of his way to like block this director, Penelope Spheres, I think her name was, um, to direct a sequel. And so, yeah, there, there was one point where he was upset about something. Oh, like, I guess they had butter for his bagel, but he wanted margarine or vice versa or whatever the hell. Flips the table and goes into his trailer for a few hours. And the director, Penelope, she has to send like, um, like uh, her assistant or something. I, I think it was her daughter to like go, you know, bring him back out or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Just just a big diva surrounding right, yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it wasn't for all of that, could he um, have, I don't know, like, like I feel like he was still fine, you know, but I think I'm just trying to think like if there wasn't uh, all these problems, I, I'm trying to think if there's, if there's anything else that could have fixed it though. I mean, so, some of the writing, I, I feel like, like I like the idea of this this producer coming to say, "Hey, Wayne Garth, we're going to give you guys money to do your show, but or you know to do your show, but we're going to pay you for it and and all these things." I like seeing all that, but I, I felt that that maybe not necessarily an afterthought, but maybe not just enough thought put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many things right. Mike Myers had ex- actually <laughs> written other than SNL uh, related stuff prior to um, writing this particular movie. So I think that's why, like, you know, I felt like, oh man, I kind of want to see part two now. Cause the other thing I kind of misremembered was I thought that we saw Cassandra's dad in this one played by James Hong, but apparently that's in the sequel. The sequel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's some things that I mixed up too. Like I was looking, I was waiting to, Halfway through me, I'm all like, oh, wait, the village people thing's not happening until the second movie. Like, that right. didn't happen in the first movie, you know what I mean? Because like, I stood out. Um, and, you know, so that director did, she did, um, after that, she did Beverly Hillbillies, Little Rascals, and Black Sheep. Those are the ones that stand out in front of me, like, all and the and movies. That, that's, that's all. Uh, so kinda, that's about the same type of movies. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of the same type of movie. And that, Black Sheep, to me, you know, I remember Black Sheep being funny, so I don't know what, you know, and the, I, don't, I don't know if it is <laughs> anymore, yeah. but I've definitely, like, enjoyed that film in the past i do um, like um yeah i i've heard i've go ahead um uh you, you mentioned black sheep with chris farley who makes his um also first like mm-hmm. movie appearance uh in this one uh debut i believe i read and um i just love how they kept on referencing you know like oh god he was so like informative you know and I thought it was totally yeah. weird at the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like, I like uh, all of that. So there's like a lot of good things to like, and I'm sure there's still some people who um, you know visit this movie on a regular basis. But for us that haven't seen it in so long, I'm like, oh man, yeah, super dated, and oh wow, the whole conversation in Cantonese. Not a big fan of that one, you know? Right. Right. Because well, was... I, I think for me, like, okay, I get it. Like Wayne's trying to impress her. Okay. I get that, but Tia Carrere is like Hawaiian and I'm not sure what other else, but I know it's not Chinese. Um, we're talking about 1992. Right. Joy Luck Club came out like what, 1991? You're telling me you couldn't get like Ming Na Wen and, you know, uh, Tam and Tamita, like some, some of the, the women from that movie that can right. speak their native tongue in, in, in this film? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I, I did read that Tia Carrere also turned down Baywatch to do this movie. Which maybe you should have done Baywatch. I don't know. Interesting. I didn't. Yeah, because she didn't. I don't remember what else. Because at that point, what did she has done before that? I don't um, I, well, she was on an episode of Quantum Leap before this. <laughs> okay, Peter. <laughs> Playing a Vietnamese, um, uh, you know, d- during the Vietnam War. 
they put her everywhere. They, you know, this is like, hey, this is like her boy, uh, Blue Diamond Phillips playing uh, Richard Valens, okay? Right, right. Like, I mean, I don't know. Blue Diamond Filipino. Phillips was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Filipino and something else. I mean, he was, yeah. he was a mix. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, how they, they're just like, oh, yeah, that, that's close enough. We'll put them on there. So yeah, you're right, but, but, yeah, but that, let's let's be honest. That was Bob's movie, though. He's higher Morales. Everybody knows. Yeah, that was different. That was, Bob's that, was that was his movie. <laughs> Go back and listen to our review. Still one of my favorite episodes ever. I uh, um, yeah, that that part again. I think we're, we're sorry about date. I, was, I said dated, but definitely it's cringy. You know what I mean when you have that. And then I was like, oh yeah, and it didn't seem. It seemed forced the way Hollywood forces those kind of things. You know yeah. what I mean, like. You know, we need this, so let's just throw throw that in there. So it didn't it didn't quite it didn't quite jive as well. And I, I I see what you're saying as far as like casting, but at the same time, I get it, it's a goofy movie. You know, it's not supposed to be like serious at all. It's supposed to be a comedy. But then some of those jokes like fall flat now. You know, because they are so dated. You know, yeah. some stuff is still slightly funny, but not like, for instance, uh, most of like Pet Detective. You know, with this with the gags that, that, um, you know, with, in Ace Ventura with, with, uh, with, uh, we carry basically like doing all this like physical comedy. Right. Yeah. That still can hold up, even though it's dated also that movie. Yeah. You know? That's, so, I mean, that's different thing. just better writing, you know, like, um, data or not, it, yeah. you know, if it's yeah. good writing, we'll enjoy it more. Like, you know, you and I, we talked about it on that review. Like, wow, we were surprised that we enjoyed it as much as we did. You know, mm-hmm, kind of right. misremembering that, oh, I thought the second movie was better. Like, I don't know, man, the first one was actually still pretty damn good. And going back and rewatching um, uh, Wayne's World, I, I didn't count, but I can probably count how many times I actually laughed. You know, like the, I didn't get a whole mm-hmm. lot of good laughs. You know, it was, it was very much, you know, a lot of it felt like homework for me. You know, I, I thought I was going to be like, all right, you know, this is one of those nostalgic movies for me. Like, I remember doing this and I, and I remember watching it this many times. But now I'm like, hmm, yeah, it didn't didn't hold up for me. Like, it was kind of like when I watched Three Amigos with Phoenix, you know, like Ooh. one of our early reviews. Like, yeah. I remember as a kid just loving the shit out of that movie. And then I went back and watched it. And, you know, mind you, uh, more critically, I was like, ah, you know, some of those jokes didn't quite land. You know, like there's... um. Remember in Spaceballs when uh, at the very beginning they show you the ship and it goes on for like two minutes, you know, and it's supposed to be just a joke that was really long. In Three Amigos, there's like an opening sequence where they're all, uh, the three of them are riding on their horse and they're singing a song. And there's a note that they just hold on for so long. And I remember that being so funny. I was just like, yeah, not, not funny anymore. <laughs> and Phoenix didn't seem to care for it either. But, you know, um, you know, the, the kids yeah. these days, they, they have a different type of humor and, and comedy out there, you know. I think that it's there's a difference between like comedy and a drama, right? Like as far yeah. as can it hold? Like the good comedies hold for a while. You know, you can watch them year after year. You're like, oh, there's still some good, you know, makes you laugh and all that. But this is one of those that doesn't really do that. You know, like I, um, it's funny you say it's like homework to you. It's like yeah, kind of similar feeling. You know, I wasn't necessarily like super hyped, but I do remember going, man. I like at one point in my life, I watched this a bunch and then I just forgot about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but now that we watch it again, I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely one of those where it's like someone like Dumb and Dumber to me, which I'm like, damn. But I was actually looking forward to watch Dumb and Dumber, and I was like, kind of disappointed by it, except for a few, a few like 
memorable lines, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So same here, like, you know, with the, the Bugs Bunny, like, line, I just remember it because I remember liking it when I was younger. I and, still uh, like it, but and it gave me, I still liked it too, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to laugh, you know, didn't really, yeah, there was definitely not as, it's, it didn't hold up, you know, it just didn't hold up. And then I, I think, wonder if uh, somebody who watches it for the first time, like, will even, they probably just be like, you guys like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thought well, this was funny, you yeah. know? I think uh, the first review, if you looked at IMDb, um, somebody gave it like a three and they, they kind of said something similar to like, gosh, I remember liking liking it more, you know, back then. And, um, you know, upon like a rewatch. And I think they were acknowledging that, you know, it was a big success at the time and things like that. And again, yeah, we're talking about, you know, just kind of being dated. Um, because it was an SNL skit, you find a lot of sequences were skits, you know, um, with mm-hmm. with it trying to be a movie in between. And I just didn't think there was like a really good connective tissue in, in putting that all together. So I think that's why, like, I was like, man, I kind of want to watch part two now because I felt a little um, underwhelmed with uh, with this for, uh, rewatch of, of the first movie. So are you going to do that? You're going to watch it, uh, the second one? I think so. I think so. I wonder if it's yeah. going to be more of the same. Because I don't, to be honest, I don't remember. I don't know if it's going to be the same, like more of that running back gag again. You know? Yeah. I'm not sure. Or like, uh, honestly, it's going to be something that's going to be. I, re- I remember it so little that, that that's why I want to rewatch it again. I'm just like, man, um, just, just kind of see. I, I am very curious. Like, uh, you know, if it doesn't get too late, maybe maybe tonight, who knows? Because I feel like if I just kind of wait on it, I may n- never get a chance to go back and revisit, you know? Not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But right. I, I I do feel like the MVP might be Garth in this movie, man. Like, you know, the Bugs Bunny line, like Garth is the MVP. Like, I, I feel like he was the best thing in this movie. Like, uh, it, it ain't Wayne for me and it's not Wayne and Cassandra. Um, I, I, I do like, right. you know what? I also like the crew and they don't get uh, enough love, you know? Oh, they don't get any. They hardly get yeah. So what I still love, and again, is related to freaking Garth, um, but I, I love that character of Phil. So I, I love their entourage. Like, I feel that they need to be bigger, you know, and not just be background mm-hmm. guys. But that dude, Phil, who's always drunk. And so when they saw him over at the uh, the car shop, he's like, oh, yeah, man, gas works. There was this band, Crucial Unreal. I was like, Phil, we were there. And he just keeps on talking about, like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the lead singer. It's like Phil, are you mental? (laughs) And then Garth is in the background playing with the drill. You know, like that was still funny to me because I that was one of our favorite scenes growing up. Anything else you can think of? I I I liked. um, Oh gosh, people are gonna kill me. What's uh, Bill Murray's brother's name? (laughs) Brian (laughs) Brian Doyle Murray. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) I'm pulling that out of my ass completely. You see here. It is Brian Doyle Murray. <laughs> so um, I liked him as Mr. Vanderhoff, Noah Vanderhoff. I, th- I thought he was pretty right. good. See, again, like if we got more of this, like this big corporate and, and you know, Noah's arcade, if that was like a bigger deal, I think we could have like may- maybe the, it could have held up a little bit better. You know, them going after for his show and commercializing it and, and all that. Um, Stacy, his ex-girlfriend, Apparently, Mike Myers actually had an ex-girlfriend that after they broke up, she bought him like a gun rack. 
you know, to try to make amends or whatever. And, and they never got back together, but then she saw the movie and was just like, wow, dude. (laughs) And he tried like reaching out to apologize, like sometime later on down the road. So I I do wonder where people find some of this stuff, um, this information, but I I mentioned Kurt Fuller who plays Russell. I think he was great in this one. Like, I think he's just a great actor. He's a good character actor. Like I remember him in like one of the scary movies, you know, where he plays a cop Um, also super hilarious. But that's pretty much it. Meatloaf, you know, uh, R.I.P. Meatloaf. He, he yeah. had a little cameo there. <clears throat> um, the, the Shitty Beatles, just not a clever name. You know, yeah, like right. I, I, I still love that. That's, that's still hilarious. So there's like a lot of great quips and stuff like that. But overall, man, yeah, I think it's uh, a little uh, too, too dated for me to, to revisit after this. Oh, yeah. I think I'm done. <laughs> that was- <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. Pretty much. Right. Are you interested in part two at all, or you you just rather me? me I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll be like, you know what? Uh-huh. I liked it better. Yeah, tell, me, me, tell me. Tell me. Tell Yeah. I yeah. want to know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you make you decide about that. Skim it and be like, you know, oh, let me see some. You know, see. If, and if not, like, no. Right. Uh, I, I hear you. I hear you. So uh, I guess that's gonna wrap it up. Um, so uh, you know, while I'm pulling up the. The, the scores here, uh, we'll see what the other people thought. Okay, so on IMDb, we got 7 out of 10. And not too um, different here on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's uh, ripe at 78%. So uh, people love it. People love it. Wow, okay. Even Where, still have to watch it, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When's the last time y'all watched it, it before you rated it? <laughs> I know, it's like, come on, you guys uh, watched it the last, like, five years. <laughs> So what do, what do you think? Uh, obviously, the lowest there is a seven out of 10. I, I feel that's that's pretty high. I'm going to give you two scores. I'm going to give you 1992 okay. version of uh, myself, version of myself, and this year's version of myself. Okay, I'll do that too. I like that. would be in a seven, seven and a half out of the 10, knowing what it is, what it's for, what it is, I should say. And my now version would... The present version would probably give it like three and a half. Wow. Okay. Four, but three, yeah. kind of low. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, and that makes sense because, like, I, like I said, I'm not gonna really revisit this. It's it's better in clips. You know, like hmm. you know, some of your favorite scenes. Just look it up on the YouTube. Um, sorry, sorry to say. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna do that too. I, I feel, yeah, th- this movie probably like around the sevens for me back in 1993, 94. Um, I was eating it up again. Me and my yeah. brother, we've rewatched this so many times. Um, but now, yeah, I probably I probably give it like like a six. You know, I still had had fun. I, I still enjoyed Garth. Um, if if it was on TV and I have nothing else to watch, it wouldn't be the worst thing, you know, to to throw to throw it on. So I'm okay with this six. I'm I'm always usually a little bit more generous anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I'm always a tough grade. I give you a yeah. tough grade. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I appreciate that uh, honestly, and, and the honesty. So. Um, all right, people, we don't have an idea of what we'll be doing next. But again, look, um, you know, just just keep an eye on those music episodes we'll be uh, putting out. It's it's uh, Billboard and Deep Cuts, I believe it was uh, is what we were calling it. And we'll have the years associated with each episode, too. So you guys can check that out. Um, so, Mariano, where can people find you if they want to get a hold of you and and see if uh, let's see if they try to sell you on Winds World, too? Yeah, I'd be interested to hear like if anybody has watched it recently and still gives it a seven. But anyway, I, I am at yeah. Papa Elefante. That's at Papa Elefante on Twitter. It's pretty much the only place you can get a hold of me is the yeah. Twitters. 
Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's fine too. You can find me at Podstalgic or over at Cobra Kai Pod, where I do host Cobra Kai Companion. Ya boy was mentioned in a variety article. I, I know. Pretty Hello. exciting stuff. I saw it on Twitter. Oh, I know. I, I'm, I'm telling our listeners, you know. Oh, yeah, they need to know. Yeah, man. yeah. For, uh, for the for variety. variety, by the way, not a small publication, people. Just a, a little small, you know. I, I think only uh, was it 2.6 million followers on Twitter? Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So a little, little love over there, Cobra Kai Companion. Um, yeah. So yeah, at Paulstalgic on Twitter and Instagram. Um, that's where you can find this account. So uh, until the next episode, we will catch you guys next time. Bye.